Today's very special live episode of To Ellen Back is brought to you by Showtime. As I'm sure you know, our favorite show, The L Word, is returning with The L Word Generation Q, starring Jennifer Beals, Kate Menig, and Leisha Haley alongside a new group of tight-knit friends experiencing love, life, setbacks, and success in L.A. That's right. It's a bold new series for a bold new generation. We are truly so excited and cannot wait to watch. Like, seriously, we are so excited. We're actually so excited that we already did watch, um, and we loved it. We loved it! And if you are ready to watch right now... Good news, Showtime has a special offer for To Ellen Back listeners. Use the code AUTOSTRADDLE to get a 30-day free trial of Showtime. Offer is valid through December 31st and is valid for new customers only. So you can sign up at Showtime.com slash try30 and use the offer code AUTOSTRADDLE. And don't miss new episodes of The L Word Generation Q Sundays at 10 p.m. Eastern and Pacific only on Showtime. Laughing, moving, fisting, fighting, fucking, crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way. It's the way that we. It's the way that we. Oh my God! Hi. Hi. Hi, I'm Reese. And I'm Carly. And this is To Ellen Back. We're so excited to have you guys here today. Yes, thank you so much for being here. This is our obviously very, very special live episode. Mm -hmm. We have some very, very exciting guests. But before we get to that, we are going to show a wonderfully extended trailer for the L Word Generation Q. Enjoy. This is what I thought living in LA was gonna be like. I missed you. I can't believe I missed you more. I missed you more. It's not a contest. It is, and I'm gonna win. Welcome to the neighborhood. Hi. That could be your future husband. I don't think I can make it all the way through dinner without telling you something first. New trends. I saw you on Grinder. I've got a gift card. Oh. When I'm elected, I will be the first lesbian mayor of Los Angeles. That's amazing. Bring it on. Go home, Gigi. Are you kidding me? No, that's a hammer. She's returning her wedding ring. I hope you're happy. You were married to that person? Yeah, she's a really great mom. okay. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's, it's all right. Yeah, I think I'll be fine. Just kidding. It's awesome. <laughs> all right, we're just going to get right into it. We're going to start bringing out our guests. First up, we have Ari and Mandy, an LA native you may have spotted on NCIS and Hawaii Five O or the Go 90 series in the vault. She's fluent in four languages and plays Danny Nunez, a powerful and calculating PR executive desperate to use her power for good. <laughs> Next up is Leo Shang, who, like me, is from the Ann Arbor, Michigan area and attended the University of Michigan. <laughs> Woo! Wolverines! 
Um, he rose to internet fame through sharing his transition online on Instagram, Huffington Post, and MTV Voices, and was subsequently cast as Ethan in the feature film, Adam. He plays Micah, a soft-spoken educator terrified of vulnerability. He's Danny's ex and best friend, and is known for being very sweet and kind. <laughs> Please, welcome to the stage. Next is Rosanne Zayas, a Juilliard graduate who appeared on Orange is the New Black, The Code, Elementary, and Instinct, as well as a whole lot of theater. She plays Sophie Suarez, a TV producer who's always pushing to use her public platform to cover substantial issues and has a habit of putting everybody else's needs before her own. <laughs> awesome. Welcome. And last, we have Jacqueline Taboni, who, like me, attended the University of Michigan. Um, and unlike me, uh, canoodled with Kiersey Clemens on three seasons of the Netflix series, Easy, and also appeared in Grimm, as well as numerous film and theater credits. She plays Finley, an ambivalent careerist trying to live her best life, though she may not remember large chunks of it, while struggling with unresolved family issues and her religious background. Woo! Woo! Next up, I'm just kidding. We don't have any more chairs. That's it. Um, thank you all so, so much for being with us. We are so excited. Thank Thanks you. for having us. We're super excited too. So we always start with guests on our podcast by talking about L-word origin stories. Now an L-word origin story is the circumstances upon which you first saw the original series. So all four of you are gonna tell us your L-word origin stories. You wanna start with me? Whatever, I do, yeah. that's, that's great. Fantastic. Um, I first saw the L word because um, the only out girl at my high school, Christina Vallejos, I hope you're listening to this, um, <laughs> putting you on blast here. Uh, we were friends and um, she gave me a gift um, sophomore year for my birthday. I was not out. And uh, she gave it to me, and I was like, wow, this is so nice. You did not have to do this. And I opened it, and it was the season one box set of The L Word. <laughs> and she was like, just until you figure it out. I was like, oh, oh, just like so embarrassed. Um, and I figured it out. And uh, <laughs> when I got this show, I sent her a message, and I was like, this is all because of you. Thank you. <laughs> did you have any like favorite characters from your first, from your first watch? I. <laughs> Definitely just wanted to be Shane, um, who didn't. And um, I also loved Alice and was in love with Carmen. So, any Carmen fans out there? Whoa, stands for Carmen, I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, I was a teenager and honestly, I just did not like going to sleep. I just wanted to watch TV like all day, like all day. So, uh, you know, put on Showtime, Showtime Baby. I had a, uh, I, uh, uh, I probably shouldn't say this one, but I had an illegal cable box. <laughs> you know, it's a cable box that you see, you know, they, they sell them in the corner. Hey, got two for 20, you know? And, and you get one because you get all the channels. And then, um, yeah, they came on super late at night and I just would sit on the couch and watch it. Everybody else would be asleep. My little sister would try to run in. I'm like, can you get the fuck out of here, please? I'm trying to watch my tunes, my shows. Um, 
And then, yeah, it was that show. And then I would go to school the next day and my friends would be just as tired as I was. I'm like, what you did? You can watch the L word. Me too. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's how I watched it. I watched it on my couch when it came on the television through my illegal cable box. So you watched it like as it was airing? Yep. Wow. Did you, were there any characters you were drawn to? I really loved Bet and I loved Alice. Boop, boop. Uh, I love Alice. I mean, she's so funny. So great. It's so far you guys are fans of the characters that are still on the show, which works out well for publicity for the for the show. You're like all the best characters Carmen. are coming I back. <laughs> These are not trained dancers, okay? She could come back. We don't know. You don't know. She's not, not coming back. Confirm or deny that. I just yeah, I just saying no. I just open floodgates of some kind. I'm just kidding, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen anything, I don't know. Leo, please save me. Uh, I was 11, so probably a little young <laughs> to be on a desktop just watching the L word. Um, my fir the first scene I'd ever seen, and it's, it's gonna be like a, kind of a downer, I'm sorry, is when Max came out to the girl he was saying. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, for those of you who just groaned, you know what that scene is. Uh, you know, he says, I really like you, and I, I feel like I should tell you something, I'm trans. Me being 11 with no real concept of my own gender identity rather than just being a tomboy, I was like, this is fucking sad. I mean, I didn't say the F word, I was 11. Um, <laughs> but it was sad, and then, um, I, you know, back when YouTube only allowed like three minute clips, and uh, somehow, I, from there, I ended up on a sex scene, and you know, like, you know, when you close your laptop really quickly and you don't know what's happening, it was that, but with a desktop. Um, <laughs> which is just shutting everything down. Yeah, I was down. about to say, you got a laptop at a little What? No, I sh I, you hold down the little thing on the computer until it all shuts off. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, just, you just panic and un just unplug the whole thing. You know what? I probably did. Just throw it out the window. I probably yeah. did, knowing me. Throw yeah. the computer in the trash. <laughs> just smash it's it. All done. It was just all done. Um, but that was my first, my first like, exposure to it, to, to trans masculinity, trans men. Um, and uh, here I am now. Did you, yes. when did you watch the whole series? <laughs> okay. You're I looking at me to bail you out, and I can't. <laughs> this one knows them by line. Um, okay, so to be fair, I have seen it. I have seen episodes. I just haven't watched it consecutively. It's fun to watch episodic television out of order. I love doing that. Um, I'm sorry to Marsha. I'm sorry to everyone. Well, I think you were re-watching when we oh, got yeah. the job. And then it was weird to continue watching after you're working with these people. And be like, oh, hey, I was just, oh, no, I mean, I wasn't watching, watching you on Yeah, We screen. definitely have watched on set before. And <laughs> they had definitely walked in on us watching before. Yeah, it's embarrassing. So, I can't, y'all. Y'all are... <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Just to rewind, so you were 11. <clears throat> I was, How, uh, was it on YouTube so that you it, got access to it on YouTube? Yes, I don't, I, you know, honestly at 11 years old, my, my, my thing was watching bloopers on YouTube, so I don't know what I <laughs> Did could you start to with lead bloopers? me to this really sad scene, yeah. then a sex scene. Yeah. Um, probably deleted my social history after that. Um, <laughs> That's yeah, queer life I, though, right? You know? Sad scene, sex scene. And the, the you know. <laughs> But the thing is, I have two moms, and so like, yeah, right. I don't know where this came from. Uh, this, Wait, uh, did your moms watch it? 
you know, my moms have watched more than I have. They, when I got the role and I moved out July 1st, uh, starting July 1st to probably mid-August, they had seen all six seasons. They have full-time jobs, y'all. <laughs> so, you find they time. did, I don't know. You're up. So, again, I, Leo and I are, are around the same age, and uh, I, I uh, do you remember when, when you had to have like a passcode to unlock certain channels because your parents would put like a lock on certain channels? I don't know if anyone remembers that, but uh, my parents did, and I was at my dad's house, and he was pretty strict, and I knew the passcode somehow. I was super like just always doing weird, stupid shit and always getting in trouble, and I. I would watch all the channels while my dad was not home and then he comes home one day and I'm scrolling and I find the L word and it happens to be like a scene, I think it's like one of the scenes where it's like full badge. And, and my dad just walks in and I'm there like literally like two feet away from the TV with the remote like, I swear it's not what it looks like, I just. Anyway, from that moment on I was super intrigued, had to keep watching it, kept watching it was was young so it was like the first thing i had ever seen of its kind not to mention it was like the first all lesbian show so it, i was like wow this is unlike anything i've ever seen and on top of that i got into a lot of trouble to watch it but i, I loved it it was great and then i i went back and rewatched it for for this show and like watched it all the way through and it's um it's super scandalous and fun and 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 all the things that i was feeling when i was like 11 or 12 when I watched it. <laughs> How did you figure out the passcode? I used did you just to, ask like, him his favorite dates? I used dates? to just watch him when he was doing this. So I'd be like somewhere nearby and like come like peek my head over and be like, oh, it's passcode. <laughs> I cannot believe Somehow. all the TV you guys were watching when you were 11. <laughs> I was not allowed to watch TV shows that had commercials on them when I was 11 because of consumerism. <laughs> my mom is also a lesbian. Hey. Did you have any favorite characters? <laughs> Oh gosh, I mean, I, I loved Alice just because she was so funny and she was so likable. And I loved watching uh, Dana and Alice, like their friendship turn into more. I thought that was like one of my favorite things. Um, and wow, that was, a, that was a crowd pleaser. Yeah. Okay, and noted. These are people in love with their best friends waiting for the moment. Yeah, the person you came here with. When they have gift watching, sex. Everyone has had that, like at some point where you just fall in love with your best friend or maybe you don't, I don't know, I know I have, so. It was cool for me to watch. And I bet everyone sitting next to their best friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full Give me <laughs> for real. Hey, what are you what are you doing on Wednesday night? You should come with me to this thing. It's I don't know. It's uh, it's really cool. I tried that. I tried that when I was younger. I made a I made a friend go see, but I'm a cheerleader at the in the theaters with me in high school. Wow. I'm old. I'm old. Um, I saw it in the theaters too, and before hand me and my friend talked about how we just made out with girls, but it wasn't like a real thing. Um, <laughs> anyway, next question. Anyway. So the first scene of the original series, the L word, it's like Ben and Tina are in the bathroom and Tina's ovulating and they're excited about it and they're wearing full pajamas, right? Full pajamas, yes. The first scene of Generation Q, um, that's your boobs. Oh, my boobs? Yeah. Yeah, your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just wondering um, how how was how was it filming these sex scenes? How did you like opening opening the show on a very different note for this new generation of like morning sex, uh, you know, nudity? There's actually a great blooper. We had a little blooper reel at the rap party, and there's one great blooper of you it riding in the. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what I do say, you say? I said. Um, 
it was our last day of shooting. And it was this scene, you know, I'm, I'm like thinking about, you know, life going by, you know, you watching the cars, you see your life, you know, it's passing you. It's a great, great scene. And um, it really is. Oh, I have this thing where I like sound sarcastic, but not being really honest. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I was just like, damn, my mom's gonna see my tits on TV. <laughs> Like, there's that moment when my mom's gonna see my titties on TV. And you're like super pensive, and then I remember I'm like, you, like thinking about it. Yeah, but then I'm like, ah, she knows what they look like. Like, you know, it's just, it's fine. Rosa, you know what they look like. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, cra it, it, it's crazy. Um, I'd say something that I learned about the nudity of this show and the love making of the show was um, the mission behind what we're doing just is so big and so great. And it's, it's something that like I've always dreamed of doing when it comes to work and acting. And, and it's always been to reach as many people as possible. And so when we were doing these scenes, I, it, it felt bigger than that. And then in turn, it kind of helped me accept my body more because I was like, I mean, you know, you go every day and it's just like you, you're outside and listening to the world and something is always telling you that your body is not right or something like that or making you feel a certain way. And then I started this show and I was like, oh, I love this and I love this. And doing that, like really, it really helped. It helped a lot. And now doing those scenes, I just have a new perspective on what it means to show that kind of content and always thinking about like, what is the reason? Why, why are we doing this? And it's pretty important. So it doesn't really, I didn't really think about the nudity anymore. I just thought of like, wow, we're actually doing a great thing and we're showing something really amazing. And Marja always reminded of us of that, but. She didn't really have to after a while because it was like we were there. I think she made it super easy for us too. Like our, our whole team working on the show made us super comfortable and it was like the safest, warmest space to, to just be ourselves and, and be in love with each other in, 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 in our space, in our home. Like I call it like slice of life. Like it's a little piece of our life together and it shows how in love we are and and it wasn't. It didn't feel uncomfortable. Like I had a great partner to work with. Ro was 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 the best. And we did this. We shot this for like eight hours. Very long. <laughs> it was like time. an eight-hour sex scene, but it was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> and it was and it's, fun. It's, it's what it's it's the real deal. It's like what really happens. I mean, you both know. You saw it. It's, it's a little different. We saw it. <laughs> I thought you'd be like, That's you right. know, you've done it. Did you guys work with like an intimacy coordinator and stuff like that? Yeah, we did. We did. Um, her name was Amanda. She was she was great. She worked with all of us and really walked us through all, the, the whole process of it all. It's nice. This um, set, this entire crew is really diverse. Um, there is a lot of women. There's a lot of LGBTQ plus people on set, and it just makes you feel um, totally supported. Um, and like you have 
you know, nothing to fear outside of, you know, your own stuff. Uh, and I feel like the industry is changing in that way. And having an int intimacy coordinator is sort of, you know, showing that. This all sort of segues into what I wanted to talk about next, which is just kind of the actual like shooting of the show, like being on set every day with these characters that you had been watching for, you know, like since you were like 11, you know, like being with the OG cast and then like getting to all be together, like just, you know, we were talking earlier about how like, the, the show originally shot in Vancouver and everyone was like away and like it all shot here and it was like, you got to just like be here and be with everybody. And I, I just wanted to kind of get a sense of like, what was it like on set? Like, what was the whole experience like? First, I don't want to speak for everybody, but not along if you agree. First, it was like <laughs> terrifying because you're like, I think it feels like you're stepping on somebody else's turf when you're doing like a sequel or reboot or whatever you want to call it. And immediately they sort of sat us down. We like came in, I don't know if you guys remember this, but we were like, what was it like filming the original series? We were just like fanning out. Oh yeah. And they were like, just to be clear, this is not that. That's like a totally separate thing. This is our show. This is all of ours. Um, you know, what this is not just, you know, the three of us. Um, they sort of like pass the torch in a way where we can all, you know, create from a place of freedom and feel really supported. And so it was awesome. I will say, like, I I got caught a few times just like being a huge fan. I like outed myself as a fan. It was very embarrassing. But other than that, <laughs> smooth sailing. Um, piggybacking off of that, Jennifer definitely said. I remember her distinctly being like, like we had our thing, we we had our run, and we want you guys to have your own experience. We're here if you need anything. You know, we're kind of like watching from the sidelines, but you guys, you do your thing, you have your experience, and we're, we're here if you need anything. Yeah, I was just going to echo that, and I was just going to say the first table read, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like surreal doesn't even describe it. It's like, for me personally, going from being a social work student at Michigan to then sitting in a fucking table, like, at a table read for a Showtime series? Like, <laughs> what? Um, and I, I will say, every time somebody would come on, I would say, Jack, Jack. Yeah. And she's like, you need to chill. <laughs> I'm like, I can't, physically can't, cannot chill. I don't chill. want to embarrass you, but Leo would be like, holy shit, it's hard. And I was like, I know, but you're like her coworker now. Like, you gotta yeah. keep it together, dude. And he was like, I gotta, I can, what? can I say hi? I was like, yeah, yes. <laughs> Not like, oh my God, act cool, all. God, be cool. No, that was, that's literally, yeah. she, she said, just be cool, you dude. Chill. Um, was, what was your, everyone's favorite day on set? Like, were there any like just days that stand out in your mind of just like, with obviously without giving anyway, spoilers away. My favorite day was with you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> tell them. Tell them. <laughs> say it. Say when it soft. We were, when we were dancing to Tegan and Sarah. God, that sounds so gay. <laughs> <laughs> We were dancing to Tegan and Sarah, and we wrote a full Broadway musical. Oh, that's when we it's started better. our musical. Yes. It's um, good. Right. And we have, I, I, I somehow just oh, got forced so into good. dancing we so gotta much write it. on this series. So embarrassed. I just embarrassed the hell out of myself, so be kind. Did you name your musical? Working title. Working title. Working okay. title. It's... Um, Oh, we're gonna do it. No, 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 no. do it. Can you, you perform? You kind of have to do it. Oh, to do wow, it. Jack. <laughs> wow, wow. Please don't make me do that. My worst nightmare. 
front of people. <laughs> you did it to yourself. I mean, damn. Yeah, you, well, you maybe did. at the end. Maybe we'll do an outro. Okay. 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 Great. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was nice. That was we did it for two two days. Two days we worked on our musical. It was really great. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Maybe later. Maybe later. I. It is good. I, I was privy to some of it. And, this like there's like a and, full uh, score. Listen, like, is it, about, has it been in previews got, somewhere? Got, I think the Tonys, like, the Tonys are gonna. Like two or three songs. I thought okay. it was four. So it's sort of an EP. It's about coming out. It's about falling yeah, yeah, in love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's falling in love. Yeah, classic yeah. Parents, love. Your parents. Your father is not accepting. Your father your works at the asthma. meat market. <laughs> He's having a tough time. I can't breathe. She can't breathe. <laughs> Papa, accept me. Mama said, take your time. Papa, accept me. Your sister's in the corner. She can't breathe. I can't breathe. Wow. There's a lot. We got some good stuff. That's really good. Oh, crystal blue eyes. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Strawberry hair. All right, that's it. We're done. That's good. Wow. 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 That's the first time we've shared our musical. Broadway. So Broadway that, 2021. That was amazing. Copyright. Copyright. Yeah. Got that little C on there. Okay. Wow. 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 That was beautiful. That was a that was a preview Thanks. of a future hit show. I don't know right if we here, can talk that. <laughs> yeah. We, we definitely didn't write a musical together or anything. <laughs> I will say, um, we had a fun few scenes outside in the heat. Always involved exercise, running up and down stairs in really I am not a runner, y'all. I am not. She was going up and down, and I was, like, still on the first step. But it was fun, because uh, you were just going for it. We were also, I think we were super goofy that day, because it was just really hot out. We were, so we were a little delirious. It but was like, uh, it was like 90 degrees. This LA heat does not mess with y'all. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was fun. Um. <laughs> there was a bug at one point, and I don't do bugs either. I don't run. I don't do bugs. Uh, it, it came kind of close to us. That was a, that was a, close a call. That was a close call on set. Yeah, that was that was a. I have to say that musical between takes, they would like start singing to us. Yeah, and I'd be like, "What are you singing? What is this?" It's a hit, Something baby. Something about these crystal blue eyes. I was like, what? I feel like maybe you guys should do like a musical episode. You oh, know? we talked about it. We pitched it. We've. Um, they said no. It worked they said great. no. It did, it did great they for love Grace our Anatomy. musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a bold yeah, yeah. move in the first season of a show to do yeah. a musical episode. I mean, but season bold. two. Bold. But hey, that's Generation this show. Q, though. Bold. Exactly. I'm just saying. Brave, bold. Um, we're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna do a, like a little a game, sort of, right? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to lead. I'm going to read. I'm going to lead. I'm going to read a list of verbs, and I want you to raise your hand if your character is going to do this verb during this the course of the show. Okay, talking, <laughs> laughing, loving, breathing, talking, loving, loving, breathing, <laughs> uh, fucking, <laughs> crying. Drinking. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave my hand up because it just seems like. Uh, riding. Ooh, what's up, bitches? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> uh, winning. Winning. Win. Not. Or 
Yeah, we all have our wins, you know? But like you win, like you win a game, a contest, an election. Uh, I... You throw it some. You throw a frisbee to me in the pool, and I catch it. And that is, that is a that's win. a win. That's a win. Like nine that's takes. A win. That's not yes. easy. Uh, losing. Yeah. Oh, did you not raise your hand? She never. Oh, loses. Danny. Danny never loses. <laughs> Danny never always wins. I don't lose. What do you mean? <laughs> wow. Damn. And then uh, kissing, <laughs> kissing, thinking, dreaming. You guys all did that, right? Definitely. I don't think Finley like thinks a, a lot. <laughs> I, I second that. <laughs> you did have I a big Finley race for drinking, though. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I do drink a lot. I think Finley thinks <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I think maybe I think too much. You yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hand up. <laughs> Let's talk more about your characters as we're talking about them already. So anyway, you guys all play characters, and they're really great. And I just want to talk about them and like kind of how you like approach like embodying the character and like what you love about your character, and like what about you is in your character. And I'm just gonna say character a few more times. So uh, Danny, Danny Nunez is this uh, very, I have a list of adjectives that I say all the time. She's powerful, calculating, hardworking. She's, she's just, she, she works for her father's PR company and, and kind of raised into this family that, that, that she just, works really hard and work is basically her life but she carries on this relationship with Sophie who she loves very much um and one day something kind of happens that just changes her mind like kind of turns her world upside down like what she thought was her passion in life is no longer her passion she kind of just questions everything really um and and decides to shift things a bit and that's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, what do you relate to about her? Oh, so much. I think when 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 uh, when putting this character together, Marge was like, "I really want this to be like the most seamless experience for you stepping into these shoes." Danny definitely does not know how to process emotions or talk about them, and that's very much me. So uh, that was difficult. Even the idea that I that I couldn't process my emotions as Danny, I was processing that as Ari, and that was a mind fuck. So. So that was a lot of fun. Um, I do work out every single day like Danny. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty close to her. We're, we're pretty similar. We're pals. Um, Micah is, uh, he's an adjunct professor of social work. Um, again, that's because I was studying that. Um, and uh, it's just really important to me that um, we show Asian folks in TV who aren't in STEM, you know. Hey. All right, um, so he's an adjunct professor. He lives with Danny and Sophie. Um, and, you know, friendship is very important to him. I think that's probably one of the most important values he has is, is friendship. Um, but we kind of see him branch out into dating um, and, and relationships. He does not have a strong history with that. Uh, dating, you know, dating as a trans person can be really hard. Dating itself is hard, but dating as a trans person, as a trans man of color um, in LA, there aren't always wins. Um, uh, and so we see a little bit of that. Um, you know, I, I will say I, I appreciate that um, his whole storyline doesn't really revolve around him being trans. There's not a big coming out story. There's not a whole lot of tragedy. Um, and there's, he, I mean, he does hold very many social privileges. And so he's 
in a different space, but he finds, you know, that he can be happy, that he finds he can have joy in relationships and that, um, you know, opening yourself up to loving someone and, and being loved by someone isn't always necessarily as, uh, as sad or as scary as we think it might be. I mean, it's definitely scary, scary as fuck, but he, he pushes that boundary. Sophie is a producer on the Alice show. She works for Alice. Uh, their, I'd say like their goal is to make sure that they're creating content <clears throat> that's representative of queer life and being as diverse and, and also relatable uh, on TV. Uh, a mission that Alice has throughout this show that she's really trying her hardest to, to fight to get on there. And, um, and she's in a relationship with Danny, and you see their ups and downs. You see what it's like to be in a relationship with someone for many years, and that's, that's hard. But also you see all the love and the passion in there, and yeah, you see them go through a lot. Finley is, she sort of has some wild card energy. Uh, she's a work in progress, a lot of fun, very loyal to her friends. This right here. Sophie's my best friend. Uh, yeah. Also love these two. Uh, <laughs> um, you see Finley sort of um, deal with her queer identity and her religious upbringing uh, and sort of reckon with that as an adult, which I've never seen on TV. Um, and yeah, I think, it's, I think it's really important. I grew up Catholic and uh, if this character had been on TV, I think it would have been like really helpful to see. So that's sort of how I relate. Awesome. What are you most excited for for fans of of the show to, to like take away from the new show? Like, what are what are you excited for people to see and kind of uh, come away from it with? Oh gosh, for me, it's so exciting that there are so many um, people of different ages and such diversity within our show. Um, two of my favorite characters are Angie and Sophie, our youngest characters on the show. And, and to see, like, to be a, an 11 year old watching this show and to see someone that's close to your age and them kind of go through their stuff, like deal with their daily things is, is really exciting. Um, yeah, and I don't think I've really ever seen it on TV, so I'm, I love that we have like different ages throughout the show and a kind of a voice for everybody, it feels like, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's super exciting about it. I'm, that's one of my favorite things about it. I'm too. so pumped. And yeah. also those two, they're so great. They're so, so good. I'm just really excited to see such a diverse range of queer identified folks. I mean, I think for me, other than maybe Tales of the City, queerness as an umbrella, as as a as a wider term, I don't think has been explored as as in depth as I think we've been trying to do. Um, and we're showing there's no one way to be queer. There's no like a right way or like a wrong way. I mean, like these characters are living their best lives as twenty somethings, um, and it's a celebration of it, of, of joy and of friendship. And there is some going to be heartache, and there are going to be sad moments, but it's not, you know when you have a predominantly straight cis show, there's like one queer character and they get all the shit. They get the coming out, they get um, you know, the sad bullying. They, I mean, and these are, these are real stories that people are telling, but these are not the only stories that we have on our show. And so we're showing a range and we're showing that there's so many experiences out there. So 
I'm very excited for that. I'm excited for the boobs. I'm excited. You had a good answer like a week ago about the OG and the. This is gonna be both of our answers because we have the oh, same answer. Um, well, yeah, I was just thinking. Um, yeah, I'm excited for people to see the OGs interact with the new cast. And like, um, I was thinking about this a lot yesterday um, about how there's no, in life, it, there's actually like no one coming of age story. You know, I feel like on TV a lot, you see the coming of age story is like, okay, you see someone turning 16 or, you know, and they're going through something or, you know, turning 30 or, you know, so on, so on. But every day we're getting older and we're learning something new about ourselves. And I think what's amazing about the show is that you get to see the OGs and the new cast learning about themselves every day, but in the same world, in the same environment. And they're all growing and learning from each other together. And that's something that's so interesting because that's real life, that's what happens. And um, yeah, and that's really exciting. I'm, I'm so excited for people to see that. Ditto. <laughs> cool. So another question that we ask guests on our podcast is uh, which two characters they would like to read fanfic about. Um, but you can answer, you can pick people from the new one or the old one any combination just to remind you fanfic is like sexy it's not like i want to like see helena run a meeting you know i would love to see helena run a meeting that sounds great i mean that is porn for some people this is so weird you're asking us to like perv out our co-workers so i'm going to talk about you guys um i actually would love to see um the previous relationship that happened between oh. yeah oh yeah we're exes Ooh. that's kind of a small detail we missed yeah we're exes no 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 it was when you were coming up we it was it was definitely we, said. it was in the bio oh okay i'm so sorry said. i was totally listening i think <laughs> yeah i feel like there's gonna be a good amount of because there's not much that's that's uh, spoken about about us so i think there might be a good amount of stuff but uh i'm i'm honestly excited to see what happens with Bet, mm. I want to know what people say about Bet Porter. Bet Porter, the name on everybody's lips. That's right. <laughs> you know, I hear she's running for mayor. I thought that was Alice. Is the name on everybody's lips? Is it not? It is. That is the tagline of her talk show. <laughs> can I just admit that I used to write fan fiction? Yes, um, you can. Oh, it's like on. my favorite thing about you. Oh, hell yeah! I used to write it. I still read it. Not about our show, because I just what? can't. But what were you writing fanfic about? Is it Harry Potter I fanfic? can't wait to. You tell everybody. I, read, Harry Potter. I wrote a lot of Swan Queen fanfiction. Oh! Fuck yeah. Uh, I thought it was Twilight. I, like I, did, I wrote a Twilight fanfiction once, and I lost it, and I'm really sad, because it was the best I've ever written. Yeah, oh, I want to If I do it. say so myself. Like sexy fanfic? No, because I was always too scared. And like on a real note, no, on a real note, I, I eventually linked my fanfiction to my like social media, and I was like, I'm aware of the fact of being like, I know, it was too brave, it was too brave. Um, on a real note, I was very aware of being like a guy writing like, you know, women's stories and even if I am even, you know, being trans, there's still a male gaze that I think is just implicit. And so I did not do that. Um, and I was really scared. I was afraid of sex, writing sex. But look at the show I'm on. Um, so I used to write a lot. I don't know, I told, I told Freddie to be ready because the fan fiction's gonna be coming out and it's his choice whether to read it, but it's gonna be there. Are you all gonna read it when it comes out? Your fan fiction? 
Oh, maybe. But <laughs> your Twilight? Oh, I'm waiting for it. I told you it's gone. Published. Are you gonna There's definitely the going to be fanfic about the show. That's going to happen for sure. Are, is there any that you, that you both want to read? Yeah. I don't think like I've ever answered this? it. I think we keep talking about it, and I'm, I've never, I've, I said I would answer later. I don't think well, I I've only did. read one work of fanfic in my entire life. Really? Really. That's... And it was about Shane and Jenny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here we go. I thought it was great. I was like, oh, I get this now. This is why people like this. You know, this is funny. I like that. It's funny? It's funny. I don't know. This is hilarious. Well, it's cute. cute, you know? I know people are very good at it. At writing fan fiction? Yeah. yeah. Really get into characters, you know? Yeah, they get they really, really creative, that's for sure. They get really into characters, yeah. Yeah, but you guys will probably all be in, in fanfic. So. Yeah, just like in the next I'm few excited. weeks, it's going to happen. That's cool. Get yeah. those Google alerts ready. <laughs> that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, besides fanfic, is there anything that you are, like, nervous about that's coming? Like, <laughs> your lives are about to change a little bit. Is there anything? Like, what are your feelings around that? It scares me a little bit to... Um, not potentially be able to walk into queer spaces anymore. Like, not be able to go to gay bars and have fun without being recognized just because there's such a huge queer audience for this particular show. Yeah. So that and some very huge billboards. Nervous. Huh? And some huge billboards as well around the town. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going be like, hey, let's buy me a drink. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> what up, y'all? I just accomplished some. Let's get it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I will be also scared a little bit. But no, I'm going with no. you. That sounds amazing. As long as we're in it together. If we're I'm together, like, it's, it's fine. If I don't got to pay for a drink, I'm, I mean, I'm with you. <laughs> sure. I feel like I already kind of assume queer spaces are going to be very different. I think what strikes me, and maybe it's just like my own ego, growing ego, is like, Am I gonna be able to go to like a Chipotle and just eat without? Take it to go, baby. Postmates. Postmates. Yeah. Or like to a Target or something. Like, am I? Beyonce honestly? went to Target. We've seen the photos. Yay! Like anybody, you can, you can go to Target. Right, but you've seen the photos. But I, I would also. Yeah, but like, there's just the one photo. I, I would also. I say, just can't believe Beyonce went to Target. What they're still, saying I'm is still there will be photos that. of you at Target, so prepare I, yourself for I, that. And maybe you know there's what? no you real. Should just wear a red polo and then people will stop you for the wrong reason and then you'll fly totally under the radar. I made that mistake It's my once. side job. And so did I and it was horrible. It was terrible. I, I will say, I know there's no way to really prepare for it. I, I would hope that if someone, I mean, unless I'm like in the bathroom, I would hope like folks feel welcome to say that they appreciate the show. I mean, that's, I'm okay with that. And I, I, I am excited for that because I know like what this show meant for other folks and I, you know, what certain shows mean to me. I definitely agree with that. I'm, I, I, I agree with both. I'm, I'm a little nervous to not be able to dress like a bum like I do usually. I do not look anything like this when you see me in the street. I'm usually in workout clothes, and and my hair is in a messy bun, so the idea that I that I maybe can't look like that in the street feels a little funny to me. I think we'll be all right. I don't think anybody's yeah. going to be taking photos of us. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for people to express how much they love the show and to, like, to tell us how it made them feel. We kind of got a taste of that at Pride when we went to Pride in New York City and people were just coming up to our float telling us how the show affected them so much and like affected their coming out and that that's the bet that's the best thing you can ask for. That's so cool. Yeah, most of the guests on the podcast when we asked their L origin story, I would say most of them are like, "Oh, the show like made me gay." 
which is obviously not what they mean, but you, you know, like it was like a very important part of their coming out process, and I think that's kind of incredible. Yeah, it's a very. Important I feel like part that's going to just happen again for another generation, which yeah. is very cool. Exactly, we're like a younger generation, yeah. kind of, kind of ushering in a new group of people to be like, "Hey, I'm, I'm coming out, and I'm, and I'm proud to say it." That's like so exciting to me. When you said that, the whole ushering, I mean, I'm sorry. This is like those, those like Chuck E. Cheese. Doesn't anyone? Yeah, I love Chuck. You know those bulldozer where they just keep brushing. You, you, you know, you put the, coins the in, coins. and they keep going. Yes. Like we're, we're, we're continuing. It's like a cycle, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you very all. Thank you. <laughs> That was cute. That was amazing. That was an incredible Chuck analogy. Chuck E. Cheese, why not any other? You could have said Dave and Buster's. Yeah. One of my favorite Busters. places. Major Magics. A what? Major Magics? No one? I don't know what that is. Major Magics. It was, it was like Chuck E. Cheese. That's not, is that a Michigan thing? What yeah, is that? it was in Michigan. <laughs> That's not a Michigan thing. But it wasn't like in Ann Arbor. You had to like go an hour out of town or whatever <laughs> for it. I don't know. No one knows Major Magics. No, no, no one does. All right. Thank you. She's humoring you. It was bad. <laughs> Just to make this about me. Um, Reese, how do you feel about the show? Honestly, like, I'm really excited about it. Um, I think my part is really good. And I can't wait for uh, my cameo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, as you know, we do our podcast. We've been recapping the L Word from the beginning, the original series. We're up to almost halfway through season three right now. So shit's and getting real bad. It's getting... <laughs> It's getting intense, um, but it's getting really bad. It's it's a whole thing. Um, yeah. But we're gonna take a little break as we usher in a new generation, and uh, we're gonna have a Gen Q podcast that's gonna recap all eight episodes. And we want to introduce you to the hosts of that show. Let's introduce the new hosts of our Gen Q podcast: Drew Gregory and Annalisa Lopez. Come on up. <laughs> Okay, so instead of hearing our voices every week, for the next eight weeks, you'll be hearing these voices every week. And then we will pick back up with what we've been doing, which is just trudging through our youth um, as we continue to age yeah. irreversibly. Um, march towards death. Yeah. Honestly, watching the old show is making me feel older than anything I've ever done. Um, yeah. Have you tried? Well, I, sometimes I look in the mirror and then I feel older. older. Yeah. Um, I believe our new hosts have a question. Uh, for the cast. As we talked about earlier, Bette Porter is currently running for mayor of Los Angeles. Does she have your guys' votes and why? I'm gonna say a hard no. <laughs> <laughs> what? Kid? On fire. That is me all over Twitter. I'm just kidding. Of course I'm gonna vote for <laughs> Bette. Come on. And why? What do you think she could do for the city? She, oh boy. You run her campaign? Oh no. She, she could do a lot. She could do a lot. She. Can I step in here? <laughs> Please do. Burning house, thank you. Uh, yeah, just Bette Porter's campaign manager over there. Uh, no big deal. <laughs> at a loss for words. Um, Beth Porter is stopping homelessness in this city and attacking the real opioid problem that is affecting our city. She's building housing. It's very exciting. Progress, Porter. Wow. Yeah, she's got my vote. I would say she's also biracial, and that's important to see in the queer community, queer 
women of color, people of color in the community and really talking about things that are important and specific to different people? My answer is yes. Um, I completely agree. It's important to see queer people of color, queer women of color in positions of power. And um, yeah, she has a plan for um, addressing homelessness in the city and the opioid crisis, big pharma. Um, and I mean, she listens. I mean, you know, how many politicians listen? You guys are great. <laughs> yeah, great answers. Yeah. Those are really good answers. Yeah. I'm going to vote. I'm going to probably vote for that quarter also. If only. <laughs> You're just so excited. I really wish that Jennifer Beals would just run for mayor. Yeah. Like, I would vote for her. I cannot confirm or deny that statement. <laughs> um, big round of applause for our new Gen Q host, Woo! Drew and Annalisa. Thank you both so much. You're going to be hearing a lot more from them in the coming weeks. Yes. And for everyone listening to this podcast, when we air it yes uh that means that uh this is this podcast is airing on monday uh this upcoming monday but this week the gen q podcast is going to go up on thursday wow everyone liked thursday a lot better yeah do you guys really want to wait till thursday i mean i think karen wants us to wait till thursday karen wants us to wait till thursday you guys our producer and editor that we always talk about we call her karen but her name's actually lauren is here <laughs> she's right there she's the best hey buddy um, okay, awesome. As we, our final as thing. Our final thing. As you may know, we end every episode with a segment we call L Words, where we all think of an L word and then we say the L word at the same time. It's because the show is called the L word. Exactly. <laughs> it's topical. Yeah. And we love the alphabet. I'm terrible at this. Yeah, Car every Carly's week really I at it. just can never get There's it There's like together. so many L words. I'm going to start bringing a dictionary to your house when we record. Okay. Well, I mean, I have one, but... Oh, you've never offered me the dictionary. No, because I'm just like, come on, Carly, think harder, you know? There's thousands of them. But you know what there's not thousands of? What? Keywords. Interesting. Tell me more. I don't know. What if we, what if instead of all of us trying to say an L word at the same time, we all said a Q word at the same time? Whoa. I think that's a great idea. No one's allowed to say queer. Everyone has to now think of a new answer. And then we're gonna count to three and then we all say them at the same time. It's kind of silly that we, like it doesn't really make sense. Well, we always, do we, we do it and we say it at the same time and then we all say them again so we can hear what the other person said. Yeah, it's, it's wildly inefficient. Yeah, right. Like lesbianism. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Wait, can we do it and then uh, everyone in the audience do it too? Yes. Yeah. And then let's ask every say. single audience member. Yeah. To come we'll go around and everyone will tell us, yeah. and we probably won't repeat words like, at all. Queen, <laughs> queen, queen, queen. Yeah. queen. <laughs> Quiz. So now those are out. Stop giving away all Sorry. the words. <laughs> okay, are you guys ready? Okay. One, two, three. Quiz. Quiz. <laughs> Quail. What? What did you? Let's start. What did you say? What did you say? <laughs> what did you say? Did someone say queen? <laughs> I thought I heard that. Was that not true? I don't. I certainly did not That's say okay. that. That's okay. Queefing is normal and healthy. Yeah, it it's is. Healthy. If that happens to you, don't be embarrassed. It's totally normal. It's response. Okay, wait. Go down the line. What, did, what was yours? I said quirky. Oh, oh. cute. I said quick-witted. 
Ooh. Oh, you guys are writing a dating okay. profile now. This is great, Leo. It's okay. I said quintessential. Damn, these are all good words. Leo's the smartest person on the stage. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I said queef. <laughs> oh, oh, I was right all along. You I knew it. Did. I knew it. I see you. I couldn't think of any other words. I can hear stuff. Reese, what did you say? Uh, I said quiz bowl. Um, <laughs> quiz bowl? Thank you. Quiz bowl, it's, 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 like, a, it's, a, it's like a Can trivia. you use it in a sentence? <laughs> I was on the quiz bowl team in high school. Isn't that two words? Uh, that's never yes, stopped us before. But Gabby said lighting tea lights last episode. That's so, true. And that's three words. That's ridiculous. That was ridiculous. That should that have been disqualified. Absurd. As if this whole concept isn't utterly insane. Um, uh, I said quail, like little bird. Little guy. That's cute. Thank you. I've just been thinking a lot about Baby Yoda in the past few days. He's so cute. I don't care about Star Wars at all, but like that got me to care a little bit. Yeah, that'd be a cute little stuffed animal. Are there any cute tiny puppets on uh, Gen Q? There are. Oh, sh really? There's one of Jack. What? No. Oh. Uh, on Alice's <laughs> show. On that bookshelf, there's like some. Oh, there's some really cool stuff. Stuffed there. vaginas. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah. isn't some fallopian? Wait, you know what else is on? Yeah. In the on Alice's on the set of Alice's show, someone took an autostraddle T-shirt and made it into a pillow, and it is one of the pillows on her set. <gasps> really? Oh, so cool. What does it say? Girl, I like girls. girls just want to oh, do girls. girls. I just wanna... Yes, 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 yes. Oh. Oh. So that's a shirt, also. If anyone needs it. Yeah, store.autostraddle.com. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a that was a t-shirt, Nostral t-shirt. Someone turned into a pillow on Alice's show. So we're expecting our so sales to skyrocket. <laughs> Through the roof! We are also selling Bet 2020 merch as well. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, it's real cute. We we'll we'll get into you guys for free. Because oh, you're famous. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. The perks. It's so nice of us. <laughs> yeah, it is. We're, we're great. Really, we're really nice. Well, um, now that we've established how nice me and you are. We're great. Um, thank you guys so much for doing this with thank us. You thank so you so much for putting up with us and thank being here so and being so wonderful. Thank you, beautiful audience members, for thank coming you. out on a day that started very rainy, but you did it. You left your house, which is amazing. I'm very proud of all of you. Yes. Um, and thank you to Showtime, the reason we're all here tonight. Yeah. Um, and uh, what else? Uh, right after this ends, there's a reception right where you were coming in before. There are, is more drinks and there's food and it's gonna be awesome. And it's um, all free. It's free, have fun. <laughs> Can we end with the audience saying their cute words? Yeah, oh, good yeah. idea. Are you ready? Or are we gonna hold out our mics? Yeah, we're gonna hold out our mics and I'll, I'll count it. Ready? <laughs> smartest, yeah. new smartest person. <laughs> new smartest person award. Okay, one, two, three. Okay, one by one, what did you all say? They all said queen. <laughs> Thank you all so you much. All. We'll see you outside. Go, get out of here. Laughing, moving, fisting, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, riding, thinking, scheming. This is the way. It's the way.